wearer of massive wooden orthopedic clogs. Lee berated herself for thinking high heels were the only potential noise risk and checked her copy of the co-op rules. Sure enough, owners were required to cover 80% of their hardwood floors with carpet, which she realized was a moot point when the very next page revealed that her upstairs neighbor was president of the board. Lee had already endured nearly four months of round-the-clock clogging. Her nerves were directly tied to the volume and frequency of the steady thump, thump, thump that segued into a thumpity-thump, thumpity-thump-thump pattern when Lee's heart began to pound right along with it. She tried to breathe slowly, but her exhales were short and raspy, punctuated by little guppy gasps. As she examined her pale complexion, which on good days she thought of as ethereal and all other times accepted as sickly, in the mirrored hallway closet door, a thin sheen of perspiration dampened her forehead. It seemed to be happening more frequently, this sweating, breathing issue, and not just when she heard the wood on wood banging. Sometimes Lee would awaken to find her heart racing and her sheets drenched. Last week, in the middle of Shavasana, a sharp pain shot through Lee's chest. And just this morning, as she watched the human tidal wave of commuters cram onto the end train, Lee's throat inexplicably constricted and her pulse quickened. Although she could be a hypochondriac, even Lee didn't think she was a likely candidate for a coronary. It was a panic attack, plain and simple. In an attempt to dispel the panic, Lee pressed her fingertips into her temples and stretched her neck from side to side, neither of which did a damn thing. Just as she considered who would find her body, she heard a choked sobbing and yet another ring of her doorbell. She tiptoed over to the door and looked through the peephole, but saw only empty hallway. This was exactly how people ended up robbed and raped in New York City, getting duped by some criminal into opening their doors. I'm not falling for this, she thought. She called the doorman who answered after four eternally long rings. Gerard, it's Lee Eisner in 16D. There's someone outside my door. I, I think they're trying to break in. Can you come up here right away? Should I call 911? Lee paced the small foyer and popped Nicorette squares into her mouth. Miss Eisner, of course I'll send someone up immediately, but perhaps you're mistaking Miss Solomon for someone else? She arrived a few minutes ago and proceeded directly to your apartment, which is permissible for someone on your permanent clearance list. Emmy's here? Lee asked. She pulled open her door to find Emmy rocking back and forth on the hallway floor, knees pulled tight against her chest. Miss, may I be of further assistance? Shall I still- Thanks for your help, Gerard. We're fine now, Lee said, snapping shut her cell phone and shoving it into the pocket of her sweatshirt. She dropped to her knees and wrapped her arms around Emmy. Honey, what's wrong? She crooned. What happened? Lee ran through the possibilities of what could cause such pain. Is it your parents? Did something happen to them? To Izzy? Emmy shook her head. Is everything okay with Duncan? This elicited a wail so plaintive it hurt Lee to hear it. Bingo. Over, Emmy cried. It's over for good. Emmy had made this pronouncement no fewer than eight times in the five years she and Duncan had been dating. Honey, I I'm sure it's all just, he met someone. He what? Lee sat back on her ankles. I'm sorry, let me rephrase. I bought him someone. What on earth are you talking about? Remember when I got him a membership at Clay for his 31st birthday because he was so desperate to get back in shape? 
and then he never went, not one fucking time in two whole years, because, according to him, it wasn't an efficient use of his time to just go and stand on the treadmill. So, rather than just cancel the whole damn thing and forget about it, I buy him a series of sessions with a personal trainer so he wouldn't have to waste one precious second exercising like everyone else. I think I can see where this is going. What? You think he fucked her? Emmy laughed mirthlessly. It sometimes surprised people to hear Emmy trash talk with such ferocity. She was, after all, only 5'1 and looked no older than a teenager. But Lee barely even noticed anymore. It's so much worse than that. He didn't just fuck her. I could maybe deal with that. No, he fell in love with her. He's waiting for her, quote unquote, until she's ready. She's a virgin, for Christ's sake. I've put up with five years of his cheating and lies and kinky weird sex so he can fall in love with a virgin trainer? In love? Lee, what am I going to do?